Welcome to The Reality Revolution. I'm your host, Brian Scott. It's always a wonderful day to read a quote channeling, and I have a very powerful one. This one was delivered on February 6, 2003. It deals with a lot of very interesting questions. We get a lot of ideas about past history. There's reference to Atlantis. There's reference to Star Wars and DNA. I found a lot of new stuff in this that we don't normally get from the Quo channelings. Quo is a group of higher density beings that are channeled through LL research that answer questions of a spiritual nature that really resonate with me. Please be sure to check out our Quo playlist. We've covered a variety of topics and it is always just a great joy to read these words. We begin with a question from B. The question today has to deal with the concept of empowerment and enslavement that Quo mentioned in the last session. We are aware of how enslavement in various kinds occurs through governments, military, and so forth. But what we would like to know is if empowerment might even be found in the very DNA that we contain. That would help us to realize our life's goals of serving and of learning. And we were wondering if Quo can give us some information about how a person can achieve this empowerment. And what was Quo talking about when empowerment was mentioned in relationship to enslavement? In addition, we would like to know something about what the empowerment in the DNA might actually look like. Carla Channeling, we are those known to you as the principle of Quo, and we greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator in whose service we are. We greatly appreciate and thank each present for calling this circle of seeking together and calling us to your group. It is a great privilege to speak and share our opinions. And we would simply ask that as always, each idea be taken as an opinion and not as an authoritarian statement, for we would not wish to be a stumbling block for any. With this caveat in place, we feel free to share our opinion with you without infringing upon your free will or your learning process. As we gaze upon your query, we realize that there are opportunities to infringe neatly pocketed along the way that we shall need to observe, so pardon us if our information is uneven. It is to be noted that as we tell you this story, we ourselves are the legend in the story, and when history is revealed in its truth, it is almost inevitably made of stories. There is almost never the possibility of achieving a unified truth concerning the events of your peoples. It is possibly to move closer and closer to the full picture but very difficult to move beyond unseen limitations. Some of these unseen limitations lie within us and some within this instrument. Both systems of limitations, whether that be ethical or informational, these things do limit and possibly skew the story that we tell. The long history of your peoples is preceded by an even longer unwritten, unrecorded history of those energies and essences and individuals that made their own history at the time of what this instrument would call the last cycle change or ice age. These entities were plummeted into a service of a high second density nature by entities who wished to have aid and help with their needs. These entities were not intending to be either good or evil, but rather were those who looked upon the second density life forms of this planet as fair game for molding into the workers that they needed. Thusly, a new race was created not merely by the infinite creator, but by those co-creators which were attempting to work with these life forms for their own needs. 
further energy and further manipulation was offered to these entities, creating within them that which this entity would call soul streams. These were the improvements, shall we say, that indeed moved into that which was part of the DNA. However, not the same portion of DNA that had been the focus of change previously. In this second wave of alterations, improvements were made so that entities were of third density, being ensouled and capable of mental, emotional, and spiritual evolution in ways which transcended the second density model of individuals coming from a gene pool and returning to that common memory pool. These entities then, having been altered twice, were soon joined by other entities from other spheres within your galaxy whose time had run out for their third density planets and whose needs led them to this particular sphere that you call Earth. These entities, through the processes of years, generations, and millennia, gradually continued to alter and continued to spread and continued to learn. With the steady increase in the sources of population to your planet came an increasingly complex mix of archetypical structures, which were in some ways not so much incompatible as cranky with each other. It was not that the differences between the populations was impossible to breach. It was that within the biases of the population groups, there survived a good deal of territorial energy from second density, the parent genetic structure being that of the great apes. Consequently, there was an inborn tendency towards aggression, which had only been encouraged by the second wave of genetic manipulation. This set the stage for entities we shall grandly call the space pirates. The space pirates were in these entities' way of describing them from the fifth density, and they had many minions from the fourth density, but these densities being in the negative sense a very pure path along the path of service to self. It was discovered that if these entities used those with a hunger for power to encourage and hone their appetite for power and domination, these entities in turn would do their best through the processes of aggression and war to conquer and control that which was seen as desirable, whether it be geography, position, money, or power. And these entities found perhaps due to the limitations of your human imagination, perhaps due to the limitations of imagination of fourth density minions, that their greatest tool was the very blunt instrument of war, and consequently, when the forces that learned their trade within the culture that this instrument calls Atlantis, whenever these entities show up, their plan is always to encourage division, strife, and if possible at all, the largest war possible. For this in turn subverts the energies of youth and maturity towards the entrainment of conscious thought processes until entities moved into that space within their minds, where they believe and accept as true the necessity of war, the rightness of the native land's authority figures, and the real and genuine desire to make the world a better place through rearranging the geography, the people power in a way that which keeps those in power in even more power and simply enslaves the attitudes of the minds of all those who follow them into furnishing the physical vehicles that march off to war, and by their dying, their suffering, and their injustice thereby spread the suffering, the pain, and those other negative emotions ever higher, ever more violently, ever at a greater level. The goal of these space pirates is simply to achieve 
a control so that third density cycles come and third density cycles go and there is either a very small harvest or no harvest at all. Most of the harvest, therefore, being that which this instrument might call spent energy or entropy, except that it has to do with the burden of sorrow, grief, suffering, and pain of those who have not made the harvest. This began to cycle in Atlantis and has moved through its complete cycle at this time. In all three cycles, then, there has been almost no harvest, and as your peoples approach the end of this present cycle of time, which is the final opportunity for harvest within this particular planetary third density, the energies of Atlantis remain. There had been incarnations of groups of entities which first did the bidding of these space pirates in Atlantis. Not yet once, but as the gazing eye looks at history, this group can be found again and again within those of Babylonia, within those of Rome, within those of Germany, within those of Germany once again, and now within that which is the United States. These energies have grouped, gathered, and risen as a natural event since graduation is at hand and these entities are attempting to graduate in service to self. Consequently, once again millions and millions of earth natives who are otherwise very close to being harvested have been entrained in their minds and in their thinking by the discussion of subjects that lead the mind to war and the just reasons for it thereby once again placing these millions of entities in the uncomfortable space of being dimly aware that their true freedom is being taken from them, but truly having no real capacity to figure out what is going on and why there is no rest or peace for them. The one known as B asks concerning the DNA and the empowerment of this DNA, and indeed, the DNA was carefully adjusted not to move beyond third density by those entities of the first adjustment of the great ape vehicle which was found upon your planet at the end of second density. This adjustment was in its own way a safety precaution as in a tamper-proof lighter or a child-proof bottle cap, for it was felt that such entities as these great ape beings would not be able to withstand the pressure of ethical decisions of knowledge of right actions. However, the structure of DNA is not limited by these manipulations which may be done by your men and women of science. These spirals of light that cohere for the formation and continuation of life are born from states of consciousness or matrices of perception rather than being limited by the current instructions of the current DNA. The energies of unity and unconditional love once welcomed into the heart and worked with in a persistent and conscientious manner begin to lend to the mind of the meditator and seeker of silence across to a state of consciousness in which there are no limitations. In this state of consciousness, infinite energies flowing in infinite supply at all times, and there is ample energy to fuel any state of consciousness to which the focus, the desire, the purity, and the process of an entity has brought him. Is it easy to attain a state of consciousness that builds new strands of DNA? For a very few, it is relatively easy. However, for most, it is a great challenge. The hope of the various populations of your sphere, then, may be based upon that hope that springs forever from the heart. That hope to seek and find, to open up that source of magic that makes the impossible possible. We of the Confederation of Planets have come to tell a very simple story. It is a story of thought. It is a story of the power of thought. 
It is a story of the power of certain thought that created all that is. It is a story of the power of absolute and unconditional love. It is a story of infinite intelligence and the desire for all that infinity to know itself. It knows itself with every thought of its children and each entity of whatever density of whatever planet within the infinite creation is a child of the father, or as many would say in this time of political correctness, father-mother. This work of connecting DNA strands through alteration in consciousness is work that is accessible as the next moment. That moment when one ceases speaking and enters the silence with a full heart. This moment is as far away as the nearest star. It is the kind of choice that entities may look at from the worldly point of view and say, what a nice structure, what a pleasant fantasy. That fantasy of creating the self anew and transforming the self into an entirely different kind of person. However, from the standpoint of faith, there is available another point of view. That point of view is inscribed within what this instrument would call the magical personality. For a millennia, you upon this planet who look straight at the questions of truth, beauty, and life have carefully written down this and that observation and experiment with consciousness and with fields. Each attempt at inner knowledge has been somewhat successful and there is available to the seeker a fairly substantial supply of excellent information on what is to become a magical being, what is to become a nation of priests, what is to become a tribe of shaman. It is entirely possible through the discipline of the personality, through the seeking after silence, and through the other giving of oneself to the will of the Creator to move into that space wherein there is a true, real possibility of literally designing and building DNA and many of those who come now to birth upon your planet. The entities you call your scientists begin to find again and again that there are more strands of DNA found within many of the children being born upon your planet at this time. Even those who have been born with usual DNA are found to be creating new strands within their incarnation. This is that which we were speaking of when we were mentioning the empowerment of DNA. Indeed, more and more entities among your people are able to share in a charismatic sense a good deal of that state of consciousness for a limited amount of time, it being a yellow ray sharing rather than that which comes from the truly unified heart. Within this influence, it is entirely possible that many would find it maximally potentially doable to lift themselves into a state of mind which indeed is true freedom, that state of mind which no longer is connected to fear no longer connected to the desire to defend, but is free to love, to radiate, to embrace. We feel that we have come to a natural pause and would ask if there are any follow-up queries at this time. Question, has there ever been a time in the history of this planet when human beings experienced unconditional love in a group way? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, my brother. Indeed, at this very moment, there are many groups upon your planet who are experiencing unconditional love. Such entities have largely been hidden. Entities such as this group, entities who are not at well known, entities who are completely out of sight of any publicity, have always, in these ceaseless changing patterns of energy of groups upon your planet, found ways to come together to express love for each other. Sometimes it is the force of an idea. 
for a time blends people's energy so beautifully that they are able to simply by force of an idea dedicate their lives to that goal, to that ideal. We would suggest those known as the Quakers and those known as the Transcendentalists. Other groups have been formed because of the charisma or beauty or purity of the service of one entity, a woman or a man, of extraordinary capability. The great monasteries of your so-called Dark Ages were opportunities for entities who wished nothing for themselves but everything for the truth, to serve with compassion, without record, and with exquisitely positive results. Groups such as these will exist as long as there are entities within their density, for it is the absolute destiny of that which you can call the human spirit to seek and know the truth. When that seeking for the truth becomes so pure that it has a force stronger than the need to respect authority or resist change, then such a group moves forward, finds its own strength and serves quietly, lovingly, faithfully, and persistently. Spiritually speaking, history is story after story of those who, for the love of the Creator, for the love of an ideal, or for the love of a wonderful teacher, gave all that they were and all that they had towards the generation and propagation of unconditional love. May we answer you further, my brother. Question. In the raw books, it was mentioned how much of the information that seemed quite sensational was actually transitory and had little importance. When making films, this type of sensational information is quite frequently utilized. How best can we balance the need for sensational attraction and the quality information that may not quite be as sensational? We are those of Quo and a grasp your query, my brother. Perhaps we may simply say that when telling the absolute truth, the sense of humor is often helpful. May we ask if this penetrates the outer walls of thought at all, or shall we attempt again? Could you speak further? We are those of Quo, and we would be glad to do so. It is indeed truth that transient material fascinates the mind of those within the illusion which supports such antics. It is equally true that the substance of the metaphysics is naturally and instinctually fascinating to few. The introduction of characters who are wise is often accompanied because of these biases by the addition to that character of quirks, which while not destroying the creature's wisdom or veracity, nevertheless give a character quirks that are genuinely humorous to that culture. Consequently, the use of humor softens the blow of the use of truth. The use of the various devices of humor, whether those be of language, as in the rhyming, or in any other. Question. In the Law of One books, it was mentioned that Star Wars was kind of like a children's story compared to what is really occurring. So many times Hollywood uses fantastic stories to give a message. Is there some way we could be more realistic, shall we say, in presenting this information? We are those of quote, and are aware of your query, my brother. We believe that there are an infinite number of ways for such information to be shared. The truth of spiritual achievement is that those among your peoples at any particular time who are able to do work in consciousness dwell side by side those who have no claims to an inner life. They dwell for the most part very quietly. We would ask you to think of those known to this instrument as Native Americans whose rituals are based within the general category of the magical personality and seen by ordinary people as an everyday part of a naturally lived life. To entities within this particular culture, all parts of the illusion are alive. All first density, second density, and third density entities alike share consciousness and are part of one ever-moving, ever-living story of creation. The earth is seen as the body of the mother, and all of those upon the mother are seen as the children of the mother. All natural elements and energies 
and animals and plants are seen as various very lively very energy filled creation which is full of information at all times it is very instructive to see how simple and direct many of these exercises in enlarging consciousness are the truth of enslavement to fear and suffering and other people's wars and the possibility of choosing instead of empowerment freedom and the spiritual path is one which lies directly in the path of every day and every man it is not necessary to be extreme or inhuman in order to become an entity that truly has a magical personality rather it is a matter of moving through an awakening process and becoming directly aware of the self once this point has been reached and this point is very realistically expected to be reached by one who attempts it the universe opens and the impossible becomes possible the greatest amount of effort for one who is attempting to make this change is the beginning where it is in the beginning where one must express the faith of that which has not yet occurred when there is a very good psychological structure which would give characters a reason to pay attention and to begin to work upon the spiritual personality the magical personality then it is possible perhaps to move into your structure of character the logical and persuasive reasons for characters to become part of a group which does not attempt to seek the truth may i answer you further my brother question one particular possibility is to have dissatisfied businessman who has perhaps suffered a loss of a loved one who has the chance to risk his life to save another and this other was not really in danger but was a means by which an ancient brotherhood contacts him and through this interaction between the brotherhood and the man many aspects of love are brought out could you comment on this particular approach to the project we are those who quote and are aware of your query my brother as in many good ideas there are inconsistencies within the idea however we would say on the whole it's an excellent idea the difficulty that we see with it is simply that the positively oriented entity is unlikely to set up a situation that is false in order to make a test rather such an entity or group of entities would observe such an entity as moving into such a role and would because of the emotional color shown by this entity because of its emotional purity and love become a candidate for further communication may we speak further my brother question so the situation would be really an actual situation that would be observed by the brotherhood rather than being staged by the brotherhood we are those of quo and we can affirm your understanding my brother question could you comment on a second approach which would have a scientist a geneticist perhaps discovering that within the dna there had been a certain quality that allowed the experience of unity but it had been switched off so he begins to work with himself and his own dna to switch it back on which brings him into contact with various villains and other characters we are those of quo and are aware of your query my brother and this concept is also an excellent one and also has drawbacks in our opinion and we would share that with you the dean angle shall we say is a very helpful one to bring up for entities as it is indeed the heart of the penetration into the illusion of the structure of the spiritually or energetically formed world the changes that will allow entities within third density to welcome fourth density life are bound up in the further strands of dna that are formed with the full consciousness of unconditional love however the concept of moving through scientific testing and in some way measurable by scientific instruments at this time discovering how to place unconditional love into the perceptive matrix of an entity is questionable there's much to study shall we say in this angle of dna research and we would suggest 
that which has been useful to this instrument has been a specific work called the biology of perception. This instrument, we may say, has had its eyes opened to a great extent far greater than the eyes were opened before on the subject by this very helpful bit of research. We encourage the one known as B to investigate not only this particular source of information on DNA and perception, but any sources which are suggested in the course of investigation into this particular article or video cassette, as this instrument would call it. May we answer you further, my brother? Question, so when you said earlier that there were children now being born with additional strands in their DNA, is it true, then, that this would not be measurable by current scientific technology? We are those of Quo and would say, my brother, that there is always the possibility of doubt when outrageously different or new information is offered, and this has certainly proven to be the case with many other instances of seeming impossible events, such as, for instance, the possibility of meteors falling from the heavens, which was considered impossible at the time that they were finally once and for all proven to exist. We find that we are very limited in our ability to speak concerning this because it is more than most of those things that we have offered that which can be plumbed by the use of your techniques of research. May we answer you further, my brother? Question. What was the connection of doubt that was mentioned? We are those of Quo and my brother. We do not doubt that we use the word, but we doubt that we can remember why. Question. Writing about unconditional love is hard to do from the theoretical point of view. Is there something that B could do in the way of another session with Carla or with Quo that would help him to experience this quality in order to be able to write about it? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, my brother. Certainly, we would be glad to speak with you upon the subject at another time. The one known as Carla is also most happy to share upon the subject. We would also point out there are two other sources of strength for you. One is that invisible but very present group of entities that are devoted to the one known as B, and that have spent many, many years caring for and accompanying the one known as B. Those presences of support, sanity, and encouragement that have sometimes been felt are most real and most loving and these constitute an unseen band of advisors and helpers. The key in invoking their help is in the word, invoke. It must be asked for and it must be appreciated. With the request and the thanksgiving being the foundation of such a silent communication with those that have no words, this very powerful help may be activated, enlivened and energized by the living entity's faith that they are there. The second group that this entity has available to it is that visible group known as LL Research, which has a physical location and a location in time which meet your requirements for being upon the planet at the same time and being able to connect with a spiritual group, or shall we say a spiritual clan or family, which in and of itself has the potential to be a great source of strength for those who wish to spend time becoming, shall we say, enchanted or charmed by the magic of that particular gathering of light and energy. Such places, once established, are as the lighthouse which the longer it burns gathers more fuel to burn even brighter. We are aware that this has been your last query, but if we may clear up anything, we would offer you that opportunity at this time. Thank you for the questions. They were very, very good. We are those of Quo, and we would at this time take this opportunity to bless you wish you well, and leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator 
We are always available to you to deepen and strengthen your meditative states. You have only to ask mentally, and we will be there in silence and in great love. We are known to you as the principle of Quo, Adonai, Adonai Vasu Boragas. So we have quite a different channeling. One of the aspects of the Quo channelings is there's very little information that they can give us about our past, the past experiences. Sometimes this is frustrating, but they don't want to violate our free will. And sometimes giving that information can color or affect our opinion about certain events and things. And they don't want to do that. But they went a little deeper than normal in this particular channeling, talking about the history of the planet, referring to space pirates who came to our planet and used the second density life forms as a sort of slave race, very similar to what we hear about the Anunnaki, perhaps They are talking about the actual Anunnaki and they talk about the different adjustments and variations and alterations that have been made to our DNA. And I find this frustrating because the implication is that our actual genetic structure limits our ability to become harvested and move to the next level. We are not open to the unity of all because of our genetics. And these space pirates, this group wants us to go to war. It is a part of their movement. They want us to have conflict. They want us to see each other in conflictive situations. Look what's happening to the world. It feels like war is back and there's a tremendous potential for world war that increases and becomes worse. And it feels like forces are playing a role to make this happen. They control, they manipulate. They tell you that that person over there is quite different than you are. They point out the difference in beliefs the shared history, and how the history would justify a war. I'm not saying that there are situations when war is inevitable. But before that, there's a bridge of incidents that's been created over a long period of time. And it is unfortunate. I believe that there are millions of loving, powerful people on this planet that deserve to graduate and be given the opportunity to graduate. Leniency should be given because... This is nothing more than a prison planet. If those in power don't realize that genetically and the environment around us make it so it's impossible for us to properly graduate into fourth density by realizing love. So I call out to those that actually know. And if you hear my voice, you actually know that you've been placed in this predicament and you can overcome the world around you. Ignore it. Choose to love and choose to serve others. Let go of what the environment tells you and what your thoughts tell you. Even your genetics are forcing you to act in hateful means and to let go of the lessons of love. But you can overcome this. We can overcome this together and we can work together to bring love to this planet and polarize it positively. Those of us who are aware of this have a responsibility to love, to share love, to send light and love, to just simply be. And we raise our frequency and as we raise our frequency and vibration we change the world around us we bring it up we can see what our light is transforming and now that you know this it is your responsibility go out into the day and bring love become a secret agent of unconditional love and bring that love into an environment that is dark bring light into the darkness that is what we're here to do and we can do it we can make a difference to this planet, to this world, to this galaxy, to this universe. The whole universe is watching us and you have this unique, 
profound ability to do this now, now that you are aware of this. You can find all episodes of The Reality Revolution at therealityrevolution.com. I would really enjoy it if you've checked out my art. You can find it at www.newearth.art. And welcome to The Reality Revolution. <laughs>